0: Perfect. 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 perfect hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the reaction therapy podcast today is a great day because we get to interview a special musical artist that we have reacted to on this show on multiple occasions yep. Sophie Pecora is on the show today. Nick, I am pumped to be able to finally hear kind of behind the scenes of what is going on in the life of these artists, especially Sophie, who's so young,
1: so talented and on the rise. Yeah, I mean, she really is. We've reacted to a couple of her songs on the channel, and it was just so cool how this whole thing came up with you got a DM from her. She wanted you to react to a video. You didn't even know who she was at first. And I'm like, when I saw the DM, I'm like, that is... She was on America's Got Talent. Like, we have to get with her. And so we finally reacted to a song. Like Not finally, very quickly reacted to a song of hers. And now she's on her podcast. So she's the first guest on a podcast, too. So that's That really led cool.
0: to one of three songs we've reacted to. And now the fourth coming yep. with her new EP, To Save the World. Mm-hmm. And what a great song that is. So it'll be four songs we've reacted to from her. All of them having to do with mental health and being able to make it in a world that is hard to make it in, and That's she's true. been so good at at being humble and talking very kindly to people, to us, and being able to be responsive and really touching. I think the lives and hearts of a lot of people, especially during a time like COVID and all the craziness yeah, okay. going on in the world. So it's been a lot.
1: Yeah, she. I mean, she wrote a lot of her songs during COVID, um, and she she she's released like so many like she released an album like each year for the past three years so she is grinding working really hard on her music i can't just wait i can't wait to um, talk to her and you know see you know what got her inspiration and stuff like that
0: yeah for me it's about kind of learning who they are behind the scenes yeah and how much like the persona of the performer they are and and you know what they do day to day and how they create music and how they handle times of stress or anxiety, but also what their music means, because I can guess all day long in the reactions I do, but I finally get a chance to ask her what her music means. And that's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I'm excited for this. So I guess that's kind of it. We should just
0: want to get right into it. Let's just get right into it. Okay, she's she's there. She's she's waiting waiting online. online. Let me do this. Let me do this intro. I pulled okay, together some ahead. stuff yeah, on her. I want to read it because it's impressive to see where she's been, and you know, having performed since being a young girl and gone through all these past several years. So I pulled this bio together, got this from her people, and I just think it, it says it all that needs to be said about her. And, you know, the cool part here, she's a singer songwriter, like she does it all. She writes her songs. She sings her songs, she performs her videos, and only 18 years of age. Like, y'all, she is only 18 years old and just graduated high school. And she's been on and through so much. She has a unique poetry rap style, which is so true, just like NF. She's able to kind of combine back and forth and and, in a a poppy kind of sound and doesn't shy away from being vulnerable at all. I mean, she digs deep. She goes into the honest truth about... You know, sadness, depression, anxiety, you know, social media, the stress and the pressure that's out there. She competed on season 14, Nick, you know that, Mm -hmm. of America's Got Talent, performed several original songs. And she even got the golden buzzer that year in one of her performances for her song, Misfits, which is really cool. Her song Anxiety won the grand prize in the unsigned only music competition in 2021 out of 10,000 Entries, people from 120 different countries, 10,000 entries. She won the doggone flipping contest. It's, How about that? Great. Incredible. Great. She's released albums in 2020. Nick already said this. 2020, <laughs> which was Raise the Bar. 2021, which was Wildflower. And now this year, her brand new EP coming out July 15th to Save the World. It's an incredible song and an incredible group of songs that's there, too. Sophie's written over a hundred songs, y'all, at eighteen years old. A lot, That's over a hundred songs. songs. And one cool quote of hers regarding her songwriting is, "I turn feelings into art." Wow. What a great. I turn great feelings cool. into art. The feeling she's got inside, she's able to create art through music, which is phenomenal. And above all, like I love this part of her. This just seems so much like her. Sophie wants people to know that they're not alone and that things can always get better. Tomorrow can be better than today. We can always make life better. So I can't wait. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Sophie Picora. Sophie Picora, it is great to see you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us just to talk a little bit about you, life, your lyrics, and most importantly, mental health. It is so good to have you here. Thanks for coming.
2: Thank you for having me,
0: Anna. Yeah, we have a ton of questions for you. We're not going to bombard you with all of them. We'll get as many in as we can, but even Uh, All of the people that watch Reaction Therapy, they have questions too, and there's a lot that people could learn about you. I say this all the time when I do reactions that, you know, I'm a mental health professional, but I talk in a 15-minute time period, and I don't get to really get into who the artists are, right? I'm getting into the lyrics. But today, we get to dive into you. And kind of one of the, the first questions I had that I thought of for you was like, when... And this is kind of a, I don't know if this is a conceited or self-centered question, but it's an honest one. When did you know you really had talent? Like, when did you realize, like, hey, I think I might be able to do something with this? Um, I think I
2: was always pretty confident. Like, I started when I was seven. So, when you're that age, you're not self-critical or anything yet. Um, So, I was really just having fun. I didn't really... I mean, I thought, I think I thought it was good. Like, I thought it was really good. Um, I wasn't really at first, honestly, but, um, and I was just kind of having fun, so I didn't, like, I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe when I, I think being on America's Got Talent, uh, that definitely helped a lot. Uh, the first audition, like really hearing, like in person, these, People that are awesome that I I watched the show, so I know them, and it was awesome to see the reaction, and also the reaction on the internet oh. um, from that, and um, so that definitely gave me a lot of confidence. But I feel like I've always kind of had it in me for a while, so.
0: And boy, do we have questions about that when it comes to America's Got Talent. Yeah. I mean, I think back, you said it so well when you're like, I thought I was just amazing at seven, but <laughs> I look back now and I wasn't. I mean, I look back at December, Sophie, like we've been doing these reactions for literally seven months. And I'm a therapist, right? I'm not an entertainer, but I look back at the first one that that got like hundreds of thousands of views and I'm like, that was probably that was the worst so video I think I've ever seen. Yeah, in that my was really life. bad. But I really thought I was in it, man. I thought I had it. I was feeling it. Anyway, go ahead, Nick, because you yeah. wanted to ask about America's Got Talent. Yeah, and like... look, kudos to Nick. <laughs> I know I'm talking over him. Kudos to Nick, Sophie, because I promise you, when we first heard about you and your name popped up, Nick goes, I know her. <laughs> I've seen her on America's Got Talent. And this is years later, right? Yep. And he's like, he popped it up right away, and he's like, we need to do her songs. And yeah. so, kudos to you, because I was getting so many different requests, in, and I didn't know who was who, because I hadn't listened to all this music. And he, so,
1: he's an America's Got Talent fan. Go for it. Yeah, I remember you mentioned how, like, you were like, there's this girl who messaged me that had, like, 300,000 followers or whatever it was. And, I mean, we get messages from, from um, artists who, all the time, that, You know want to have their song reacted to so you know we didn't know who it was and i heard the name and i looked at your picture i'm like i know this person (laughs) and i looked looked more into it i'm like yep that's who i thought it was so uh my question you kind of led into it was was the america's got talent thing like an overnight thing or did have you been did um, obviously i think you practiced for a while but like how did that all happen yeah really
2: yeah yeah, I, I started music at seven I started rapping at seven and singing at like eight and then instruments, nine years old. Um, so I was working on it for a long time. I was also posting on YouTube for, uh, since I was eight years old, I think. Um, wow. Making a lot of music videos. Kind of, I was very already active on the internet. Um, definitely before America's Got Talent, I kind of had a lot of, uh, you know, building up my YouTube channel and. Uh, was already writing, so I definitely had practice. Because uh, if I went on there with the first song never wrote, it would be bad. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, what was
0: the question? I, but my question, following up to that, it was basically like, was it an overnight thing? Like, did you all of a sudden just like, hey, what the heck? Let's go try this thing. I don't think you did, but like, you prepare, you plan, you get yourself ready, you know what you're gonna sing, you practice it a billion times, but. I just don't know what it must have felt like walking onto that stage. I've been to a taping, like here in Houston, Jill and I went to a taping of America's Got Talent once, which was a long, arduous process. Like, it was not like the TV show where it's like an hour and we're all good. It took hours of them bringing people out and changing the lighting and the sound. I don't know what it was like for you behind stage. But I think the main question is, like, what was that just you just tried it and all of a sudden it hit, or did you really plan and prepare and want to hit for that moment, want to get out there and do your thing?
2: Yeah. I, I, uh, I actually tried out for about talent. I think two, uh, three times Mm -hmm. or two, maybe two times before, or kind of one of those things where you go where all the people are and you perform for the producer Uh of the show, um, to try to get on. And I did that for a couple years before I actually got on. And the year that I, um, got on, it was, because uh, a producer from the show I found my YouTube channel, ah. and kind of reached out and just wanted me directly to to try out. So that was really cool. Um, and yeah, I definitely practiced. You know the song and stuff. Uh, I honestly remember not really practicing that much. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like I did, I already knew the song because I do music so much. So I uh, I I didn't. I kind of didn't want to sing it too many times because I felt like I would maybe. Over, start overthinking it, so mm-hmm. I, I was just planning to go out there and just uh, feel the lyrics and, like, think about what I'm singing, so I could get into it and
0: perform it. Um, and was that the biggest audience you'd ever performed in front of at that point? Not to mention TV, but just the crowd.
2: Definitely. Yeah, that was, that was awesome.
0: Can I ask you how that felt to hear applause like you had after that?
2: It was, I mean, it was awesome, like i don't even it was crazy yeah I
0: don't,
2: I don't even know like
0: how to explain it but it was it was awesome um, one song on there was on enough. like i would have done the whole show <laughs> stage like that, so. and i want you know this is testament sophie you are a testament to so many people i talk to i get hundreds of messages literally weekly from different people especially being a mental health person and asking about their life and the struggles they've had and they nothing's going right or it hasn't they've had a lot of stuff happen you are testament to you said. I've tried out a couple times before this. I mean, it's very easy to just quit and say, you know, I'll do music, but I'm not going to do that anymore. It's just I'm done with it. But man, to to keep going and keep trying and knowing you must have loved music and loved being an artist and creating and wanted to do it and you kept trying. So that is another talk about mental health. Another testament to don't give up, please. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, things take time.
2: Great, great things take time. So.
0: There you go. Mm. Just like all the music you've created, which I'm really holding off on. We're going to do that at the very end because I have like, I can't even ask about all your music, but I'm asked about some of it. In fact, Sophie, I was listening to your music this week and Nick's like, stop, don't listen to all our music because then you won't be able to react to it once you've listened to (laughs) it. And so he was pulling me back because I wanted to hear it. And we'll ask that later. But I really wonder, piggybacking Nick, like when you turned 18 this year, congratulations, high school graduate too. Way to go. And when you turned 18, is it any easier now that you're 18? Like, you, you've been through years and years of of doing music and of trying out and of being in front of groups and crowds. Is it any easier now that you're more mature, you're older, you've made or make different decisions now, or is it just as hard? Um, I mean, as far as graduating high school, it's
2: still very recent, literally just like a couple of <laughs> weeks. Um, but it's... it's You know, I haven't really even even started like, you know, I'll have just a lot of extra time. Um, And I have already like in the morning, I would usually do school like all morning. Mm -hmm. And now I, I just wake up and I write
0: songs and it's great. That's awesome, but what about performing? Like at 18, what's the, I mean, when you're younger, is it more carefree where it's not as big of a deal, not as much pressure, do you put more or do you have more on yourself now than you had before?
2: Yeah, I think, I think I do, definitely. I mean, when I was like younger, like a child, <laughs> I was just so much fun, like, you don't ever, you don't really think about anything, you don't uh, really care what you think. And um, I still would say I'm pretty confident or I wouldn't be able to go on stage at all. I have a lot of practice. Uh-huh. Um, but it's definitely like a lot more uh, Yeah.
1: Like,
2: nerve wracking to, to go on stage and do some stuff.
1: That's cool. So but I get...
2: Not, I, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> It's more like before I'm really nervous, but yeah. when I'm on stage I'm I'm having so much fun, it is my thing
0: to do. So you know what's interesting? Nick's gonna ask that question, but what's interesting, you just said that I work with a lot of higher level athletes, athletes that are in division one. We're going to professional Olympics or things like that. And on peak performance, on being the best, like they are the best in their field and and they're competing against the best. And that's what they tell me, Sophie, is it's the moments before I go to bat. It's mm-hmm. the moments before I get in the pool. It's the moments before I get on the gymnastics mat that is my most nerve wracking. Once I'm out there, I'm doing my thing, but you are so right. Good point. Yeah.
1: Um. So I was just going to say, are you like... You said you started writing music and making music when you were like 7. So, are you surprised that you've had so much success at such a young age? Like you're only 18 and you have all this music. You've gotten the Golden Buzzer on America's Got Talent. Like you have yeah. all this success. Are you surprised at all by any of that?
2: Oh, well, I <laughs> I, mean, I think
1: that I it's kind of That's a trick question, yeah.
0: but it's, <laughs> it's 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 I mean,
2: <laughs> I'm kind of—it's—it's it's kind of what I've been working towards, like since I was eight. So it's kind of what I am like, you know. It's not yeah. I just woke up and it all happened because that's what I'm working towards. So it kind of. Yeah. Is like, yeah, it's just—it's um, just awesome, like all the things I'm doing. It's you know what I what I've been working for, so I.
0: Yeah. And, and Nick, she's an NF fan. So she would you probably sit go. here and say, No, this is what I planned for. It's what I prepared for. It's what, <laughs> what NF would say. Like, I've been preparing my entire life for this. Yeah. The girl knows NF. She knows Eminem rap. She, like, I've seen you do so many amazing <laughs> things. I don't even know how to, how to, I just have too many questions. Yeah. Like, I just, I wonder what it's like for you in your shoes, kind of being a trendsetter in a way, because I don't see a whole lot of younger female artists that can rap like you do and can Mm -hmm. mix the way that you do. And so, being an NF fan, yes, you have to have pride in what you do, but there's a big difference between confidence and arrogance, right? Uh, Here we go. Like we say, (laughs) I act like this guy who knows music, right? I'm a middle-class white guy. that I've learned some, though, and Sophie, you have got a lot to say, and that's why I wanted to have you on this podcast, because, you know, reaction therapy, our mission is to spread mental health awareness to the world through music and lyrics, and one of the main things we do is find music. We don't just find popular music, we find music that actually has a message. And and when I saw your music, and when I saw your spirit, and the way that you, you deliver music and lyrics, I thought, wow, she really either has had a history of understanding what mental health is, and being through, and I think for some, some of your music, being through some tough times, or whether it's being mistreated by other people, or or being in tough situations, and you've been able to communicate that to other people. And tell me what made you take music, because anybody can create music however they want, but you decided, I'm gonna make sure this has an impact and sends a message, especially regarding mental health. What made that happen?
2: I think it it naturally uh, turned into that more and more once I was writing. uh, I don't know, I I guess I've always kind of gravitated towards that when I started writing. just start thinking of uh, ways that I can make people.
0: Would you tell your story in your writing? Like, is that what your history, like, would you just tell your, it's kind of like NF, right? He would tell his story in the writings and you could see it through the journey we did with him of all his music, how, as he grew, he kind of told his life story and he got better and life's not meant to stay in the gutter the entire time. We're supposed to like get better. But would you tell your story and your lyrics is,
2: yeah, yeah, I tell uh I definitely tell like stories like certain things that I that I uh go through and it's usually like exaggerated a little um mm-hmm. for storytelling purposes, you know, for like uh, for songs, but it's it kind of starts as something, some inspiration of like what the what's what's going on and then uh and then yeah, I'll just kind of talk about it and and not every lyric is like exactly my experience. That's why I, I kind of think of other people and what other
0: people might also really choose so mm-hmm. could just be relatable to a lot of people
1: yeah no kidding yeah that's a really good question or a really good answer to that um also I wanted to ask you about kind of your family and like how how have they supported you through this because I mean I'm guessing like I've heard um, Tom talk about before we got on here that like your family like helped like moved out to California to help you like mm-hmm. pursue this dream. Like tell me about like your family and how they've kind of inspired you and helped you out through all this.
2: Yeah, they have helped me so much. I mean, it's always always supported like since I was since I started, like seven years old and uh, my uh dad Oh, or I guess both my parents, they finally, they like allowed me to have a YouTube channel after I was like <laughs> saving them years like, old. At least I put on YouTube and you know, they're you know, not sure about it, like. <laughs> yeah. But I really wanted to make music videos. Um, and my dad, like he, he, uh, he uh, can like film, make videos. So he made a lot of my music videos. Um, when we used to do our music videos like every week for a while ago on YouTube and then still he helps me with my nerd videos um, and then my brother edits my uh, videos wow. uh, sometimes and he's a, uh, he's really great. He also a video creator and, and just in general, they're always, I mean, they just support uh, what I'm doing um, and, you know, my mom really, really loves like the lyrics. She's also a writer. Um, so she, uh, she just knows how much of not oh I guess my, my whole family like knows how much of the impact and kind of the songs can make. So
1: they're just helping me a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It really
0: does take a, a village. It's kind of cool you talk about family because like I couldn't I would not be doing this. Like reaction therapy wouldn't exist <laughs> without Nick. Like he does he hand, in the beginning handled all the editing, the scheduling, the you know, writing songs, when we're gonna react to them. Uh, handling all the requests, which like on YouTube now, I think it's 6,000 songs Probably that are seven, on a, yeah 7,000 request list. And so he, you know, I couldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it. And now uh, when I hear you say that, it's like, it really helps, doesn't it, to have support and people you trust around you to handle your business. I mean, I, I like when you say that because you've got really close people around you that, that you can have confidence in and, and you're not able to do all of it, right? You can only do your part.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: I'm so glad I have them. I don't want to have gone as far like, about them. So. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Okay, can I ask you a question? Uh, I've got a, some music question. I know you've got some more too, but I want to ask you a question about your music. Uh, I picked out a few songs because they were super impactful uh, when I heard them, but when I saw you do kind of your clips and your video of Bring Me Down... Uh, I thought, and, and and I think I even saw it right where you put like actual quotes people would say in comments to you. But
2: yeah, I, I
0: I And so when I saw that, I thought, Sophie, how do y'all do it? Like, I mean, we've had our share of like comments about us or whatever, but it's nothing like you being out there in the limelight. So how, how you, when I looked at that, I thought, Man, look at these comments. And she just shakes her head, shakes her fingers, keeps dancing. And I'm not gonna (laughs) let you bring me down. And I really love that because that, especially for the younger generation, needs to be a an anthem because all they see right online. I didn't grow up, there was no, there was no nothing when I grew up, right? I didn't have any of this. When you go home from school, you go home from school. Now they are on 24-7 and they're judged all the time. And I know uh, it happens to everybody, especially young women, how you did such a great job at putting out all of the stuff people would say and then saying, I'm just, I mean, you can say what you're going to say, but I'm not going to let you bring me down. What a great song. Like, how did you figure that out?
2: It was, yeah, I wrote that song inspired by when I was uh, kind of, that my music or my song is being hated on like uh, uh like last like last year, like mm-hmm. a year ago. Um, and I definitely wasn't that wasn't my attitude at first, like immediately, like no that uh, doesn't affect me at all. Like it definitely was like, you know, definitely affected me. It was not it was not very nice. Um it was like a whole like hate mm-hmm. training. Like every single comment was a hate. It's kinda like but I know like how this stuff works. It is yeah. people are just kinda like having their fun it's they're really mean they don't really realize even that they're being um mean it's just once you know, once you see a hate comment then you, yeah. you want to make one too it just it's kind of so it's not it's not anything like personal yeah. um and i just and i mean i i've been doing music for so long and i do have a general like, confidence competen- confidence in it like pretty stable confidence so i think yeah. uh, just you know, and there's there's so many positive people, like so many people who love music. So I just focus on that. There's so much more love than than any hate ever. So
0: just yeah. That's really the key. Like Nick, mm. Nick very early on, I, I take it personally, Sophie. I, it's personal <laughs> to me. I mean, I I work in the mental health field. I, I it it hurts, man. And Nick was like, don't just don't <laughs> respond. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just res- no, I'm gonna. And he's like, don't. do You're gonna just. It's gonna never stop. And he was so good to caution me because I don't know social media, right? And you you were so correct when you said it is it is just a breeding ground for, for misery. And so I love the idea that you put that song out there and put it in a way that was upbeat. You can take misfortune or depressive type things and make them happy. And I love yeah. the beat. And I heard that from Tyler Joseph, which Nick knows I'm a super fan of, of 21 Pilots, but mm-hmm. Tyler Joseph said that. He said, I don't like... There are times I like to do upbeat music with lyrics that aren't always upbeat because I like creating cool music. So I yeah. think that's really good the way you did it, anyway.
1: Yeah. And I also think like NF does that too. And I know yes. you're a fan of NF. So did, did did NF inspire you at all, like to make any of your music? That's just a random uh-huh. question. I just thought of. Yeah. Yeah. No, he definitely inspired me
2: all the time. Yeah um even more recently with the new songs that i haven't shared with anybody i'm kind of working on them i'm rapping more than i have i always kind of rap but it's more like actual rappers like yeah mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and it's, it's always combined with pop music still because i love pop and it's actually yeah. course but um, yeah he's, he's always inspired me he's, I love his lyrics and the way he talks about you know real things and that and stuff.
0: well yeah. and also coming through struggle right like, he talks about being at the very bottom, mm. having hard times. It's not always easy, not always making the best decision, not always being great in relationship, whatever. And he is able to show how he's come through that, you know, and be able to have the life that he's got today. So, that's what's cool about you is seeing you create such amazing, I'm amazed at teenagers that can create the art that they do. It's really cool. Yeah, right, Go ahead.
1: Um, so, I have another question. It kind of has to do with more people um, our age, because I'm, I'm almost 21 now and you're, you just turned 18. So about kind of like younger adolescent people, what, what do you see them? What the heck? Uh, What do you see people like struggling the most with that are like younger and maybe just in their teenage years? Oh, good question. I think,
0: yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I I
2: think social media is, is something that like, affects everybody who uses it probably negatively. I really doubt that like anybody can, uh, or I guess some people might not be like totally addicted, I guess somehow, but um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's really hard. Like it's, it's, it kind of seems fun in the moment, especially with TikTok, it's, it seems kind of fun, yeah. but it's really, uh, really yeah. clouds up your mind with like so many different things are going mm-hmm. on um, as you scroll and it's um, kind of, uh, yeah, and then especially if people are directly new to you, that's not very nice. And also you're exposed to a lot of stuff, you're exposed to people uh, telling their terrible stories about things that have happened to them on um, the news, like you know, it's and it's it's hard to, like have all, all that stuff kind of right in your view And in reality it's hard to separate reality because really life right now, if you look around you, it's it's not like that chaotic. Like it just kinda seems like it's
0: and, and your song numb, okay. When did you write that or when did that come out?
2: That that came out last August
0: because that's directly related to what you're talking about. At least what I got was through social media and just what the world is today. And and man, you hit you hit directly to the point in that.
2: Yeah, I really love that song. I, I uh, I've always kind of really liked it, and I think most of us talking about with that it can mean a lot of different things. But I I was thinking a lot about social media. I think yeah, going and scrolling is a way to kind of numb out your feelings and your thoughts. It's what I do too, honestly, because um, you just get so distracted. Um, so I was kind of thinking a
0: lot about that. And you threw me for a complete loop with To Save the World. Uh, <laughs> so that that song is actually coming out today as this airs on YouTube, believe it or not. So it is being released today on YouTube as this uh, podcast is out. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. our reaction to it. It's coming out. It's coming out today as it's released on YouTube. We timed that so well. And I'm telling you, you threw me for a loop. I did not expect this. It was as well done to take a serious topic and a serious message in a very loving, caring, compassionate way. I'm not going to spoil it for everybody because, well, they probably already listened to it, but it really did go a couple different directions and I adored the way that it ended. So tell us about To Save the World.
2: Yeah, that song, I really love that song. It always uh, since I wrote it, I think I guess it's like a year ago now, July, <laughs> I think last year. Um and I uh I always thought it was really special. I wasn't actually sure about it when I first started writing because it, it felt like a very specific uh topic. It wasn't as relatable I thought, but um I Wrote it about. I forgot exactly what was happening, but something with the news or a lot of different mm-hmm. things um, and a lot of bad things were happening in like, in like the world, and it just feels so um, just terrible. And I felt really bad for people. I, I felt like uh, uh, just like seeing other people struggle really brought me down, also. And I was writing about how that really just really affected me. And then I was um, just I just cared so much, but I didn't know what to do to help, like what actions to take. Um, so, and I was just kind of like, if, if all it took was, was someone to care, I yeah. I'd to, if that's all it took, then the world would be safe, because I just care so much. Like, right. Kind of like the way, like the amount of, yeah, just care I, that I felt.
0: Can you and, tell uh, me, can you tell me the part about when you said, but I'm weak, uh, what, where that was coming from?
2: Yeah, I, um, I guess i just just i was just sitting sitting at home seeing all this stuff going on and i didn't just helpless like yeah didn't, didn't feel like I, I could help yeah like what am i supposed to do mm-hmm. to, to help this is way bigger than just me yeah. um so i just felt like i was weak um but really this song i it's kind of a hopeful thing. yeah I, I like realized as i was writing it that actually caring, like when i when i write songs i'm thinking of people who are are struggling how much this yeah. can help people and yeah. i care so much like and i feel it like in my soul when i write and so i think that caring compassion like it really could save the world like just doing what you can um to help those around you that that is what can save the world like even though it seems mm-hmm. like you're not going to snap your fingers and like there's no the world peace but you can do what you can you can
0: and so. right it's so impactful and for you to be able to deliver that message, everybody can tell. I mean, I can tell just from watching you, the care and the compassion and the love that you have. And at the end, I mean, it. I was ready to just bounce around at the beginning and I thought, oh, wow, <laughs> this is not one of those. So now she's going in a whole new direction, which allowed, I mean, it showed me your growth. Like just you, I mean, you are so mature for your age, at least everything that I can see and your music is too. But at the end, the beautiful part, and I'll get off of this now, I'll let Nick ask something, but the beautiful part at the end was how you brought your smile out at the end. I mean, I just loved it. And it, I put it in the video because it was so cool how you were singing and you're sweet and you were awesome. And then at the very end, you had that smile. And I don't know if you've seen that, but that really was a uh, just a golden touch on the end. So kudos. I yeah, I tried to
2: smile
1: the Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's really good. Um, okay, so we are reactors, obviously. Can you give any uh, advice to any reactors just of what we can do better, what you would like to see from us? Just give us some advice.
0: That's quite a question, yeah. right? What are we doing wrong and what should we be doing different? Because we don't even know what we're doing half the time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I love reacting channels. But like, I don't have any complaints, like I don't even know. Like, um... um <laughs> <laughs> i really don't like i think i think you're doing a great job like, I, I love your videos and i love how you put your insight and your thoughts into the um the song um it's very interesting to listen to and it's cool that you use people to request people's requests so that um yeah. people kind of are like are giving people what they want and, yes uh, yeah
0: well and, it, and it's really like um being a mental health professional and that's my trade that's what i do and that's what I will do until I retire, that, you know, Nick at the very beginning is like, man, your your reactions are like 15 minutes long. Like, come on, this is like, you know, some of them are like six, seven, eight for other people. And I'm like, I don't count it. Like, I'm not looking at it, trying to do it. But when I hear something, I stop and I'm like, I either need to go hear that again or I need to explain what I noticed because it has to do with relationship, toxic relationships, patterns that happen, addiction, anxiety, depression. Uh, all those things are trauma, all those things are really important in people's lives. And I think it comes out in music and that's why I think people relate to them. So uh, we've had lots of talks about different, uh, the way we do it. And the the cool part was we got into something we didn't know was not out there in terms of mental health combined with these reactions. And you know, all I had to do thankfully was just talk off the top of my head about what I know and what (laughs) I've experienced. And I didn't have to know music super well. I mean, I've learned to kind of get into the music and I've learned to love the music, the, a lot of it that I listen to, but I really just to talking more about the message behind it. And so you've been just amazing since the beginning on that. Can you tell us, like, just dive into Save the World or just the entire project? Like, what's coming? What do people have to look forward to with that? Um, yeah,
2: this 30p um
0: is, Third one. Man, in three years, yeah. you worked straight through COVID and just uh-huh. grinded. A lot of people just gave up. They were just sitting at home. They were doing nothing. And you put out an album every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I mean, I read all the time. It's kind of, uh,
0: just Amazing. Like
2: get my feelings out, so I, yeah. I always have socks.
0: And what uh, is that on the wall behind you? I mean, I've been wanting to ask that the whole time, but I, I, I didn't oh, want yeah, to...
2: It's reflective. That one, the small one is the YouTube uh, silver button.
0: Yeah, awesome.
2: Um, yeah, um, it's, yeah, I got it a while ago, so it's the older design. I've uh-huh. changed it now. And then that one is, uh, it's a plaque from, it's it was like a little, I don't know if it was a contest or something, I think it was a little contest I did a few years uh-huh. ago for uh, Friends by Justin Bieber and Blood Pop, it's a uh-huh. song. Wow. And I did a remix of it. And so, Blood like, Pop or their team or, or something, um, I like, I
0: guess I won the contest or something, like, like mine <laughs> So <laughs> humble, yeah. she's like, I guess I won, I don't know. It's a really cool thing, it's framed, it's on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they,
2: they sent a gold plaque, it's it's really cool. Um, I hope to have a gold plaque for my song one
1: day. You will. Yeah, you will. Go for it, you were asking something. No, no you were asking something. I was asking Yeah, something. you are asked about the, to save the world. I, my ADD got in the way, <laughs>
0: to save the world. Yes. What other? What else is on? I mean, I just heard that one song, but what else is on it that we need? That just what kind of music? Like, what inspired it?
2: Yeah, the um, EP. The other four songs. just five songs in total. The other four songs that are out already. Um, they. Which one? Are. Yeah, it's. I kind of forgot the order, but it's "I'm Fine." Uh huh. And then I'm in a rut.
0: Oh. Uh, yes. Down uh so all of those are together oh man all this the is ones. so good
2: and uh yeah i didn't save the world's kind of a different one to end it off um
0: what a great group of songs yeah. man you hit a home run with that yeah. wow
2: they do yeah so this the songs um i'm kind of writing about just different my feelings and different things I'm kind of uh like you know yeah i don't know <laughs>
0: you know what amazes me like I see in you like as an artist you must like you said write all the time and just have either notes or lyrics or things pulled together and I always wonder how you as an artist and creator pick something like okay this is now gonna go on here or this wouldn't fit with these others so that wouldn't be a good one for this and how you even put like an EP together to to figure out what goes where or what do you hold off on like that's that's not the right time for this or yeah because you, you've got probably songs and lyrics all over the place
2: Yeah, I I uh, work with the music producer and oh, okay. um I kind of I go into the studio with finished songs cuz I write the songs just by myself in my room and then I go in to record them. So I kind of choose before I kind of look at finished songs hmm. and um just kind of i don't know i feel like there's not really ever a song that i'm like no that really doesn't fit with the cvp because i feel like <laughs> um like all those my songs are kind of they all kind of fit with each other mm-hmm. uh so um i don't know i just did what what felt right and uh yeah i really could just go by what i feel like yeah this feels right this order this ep yeah this one just feels like it should be at the top but like, i don't yeah. know like there's not like <laughs> i
0: just feel it. has anything ever surprised you like i really didn't think this song was that good i mean it's okay <laughs> but i didn't think it was great and and people just really loved it or took to it um
2: no i i, I feel like i wouldn't put out a song for- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great answer. Yeah. There we go. That's just, just, just like what NF says like he always says like he's not going to put out anything unless it's good enough.
0: Now, there you go. Okay, you put me in my place. I am there. That was funny. <laughs> so, um next, where you like okay, where are you going like when it comes to creating, when it comes to maybe performing, touring in the future because we've been so locked down and so messed up in the world like what are the plans for you and when are you going to get out of LA and come to Houston or come to Texas, you know, where we can see you anywhere in Texas. We'll go wherever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'll come. I'll, <laughs> I'll um, I mean, I'll, I want to like, go on tour and do all that fun stuff, like in a bunch of different places. Um, and I think the main thing, like even more than tour, I mean, I, tour is like awesome. It's kind yeah. of like, a fun thing to you know what you do, like to like, be live you connect with people uh-huh. um but i i just love like creating the process of creating music yeah um i would be in the studio every single day if i could like and i i would love to write for other artists too like kind of be like a songwriter in, mm-hmm. in the industry um you know people write songs for like all different artists and mm-hmm. I, kind of the song. Mm-hmm. I would love to do that like write with people write with other artists um and just just keep making music that's just always feels very honest and all. And -hmm.
0: I don't know know, if you push to start making something, I don't know, I would would never
2: do that. uh, Yeah, and and collab with other
0: artists to make a song. Like who? Like who? F, definitely. Really? Oh Oh, man. man. (laughs) Look, my favorite reaction ever. That would be right there. That'd be it, yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be so cool to see that happen. And he seems pretty down to earth too. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. cool. Can I ask yeah. you? Well, go ahead. No, no, I just yeah,
2: uh, he's like my number one um, collaborator. I think we can make something. Like
0: what is it? What is it about him that strikes you? Like, what do you? What draws you to him, or what he's done?
2: Um, I just, I, I love, uh, I love his his lyrics, and I was just so. um, it's just being, being very vulnerable and honest and kind of talking mm-hmm. about things that are hard to talk about. Yeah. you wouldn't really say that in real life, probably, mm-hmm. or it would be really scary to talk about. Um, and it's just, um, being super, uh, just vulnerable and putting it out into the world. And mm-hmm. it's clearly helping so many people, like, even just by comments on my like, YouTube videos, it's, it's like awesome to have that type of impact. And yeah. I um, also I've seen like, he doesn't do a lot of like interviews and this stuff, but the ones that I've seen he just seems like an awesome, mm-hmm. actually, really cool guy and like, um, just just has good intentions behind the yeah. things just he just loves it he loves spreading message mm-hmm. and he's just enjoying it all and um seems very really nice to you.
0: Well, and, and uncomfortably honest, like that's one of the things that draws me to him is he yeah. he puts his life directly out there. And I've said it over and over again, when it comes to twelve step program addiction type of work, that when you see somebody who's been in addiction of any kind and they recover and they work on their life and they they make their life better because of it, uh, they are, you know, not afraid at all to talk about all the damage they've caused, all the grief they've caused, all the misery they've had in their life, they they talk very openly about because they're not that anymore. Like that's not who they are anymore. And, and when you talk to somebody who's in addiction, who's trying to stop, but they haven't, they get very defensive, they don't like talking about it. And so he is so uncomfortably honest <laughs> in some of his, well, a lot of his work that it's, that I think he's gotten a lot of hits for that, a lot of hate for that at times, like being so depressing and miserable, mm-hmm. but it's honest. And you know how many people yeah. in the world have anxiety, depression, stress. It doesn't mean their their life's over and and they're just walking around like Eeyore all the time, but <laughs> it means people, you know, we have a lot of stress and a lot of stuff going on in life and he's just talking about it. You do the same thing of of talking about, you know, in a way that's tolerable that here is, what's happened like and I know people can relate to that that's why they listen to it that's why you know all the people that in your fan base grow and grow and will get only bigger I think from here but I wonder if I can ask a final like mental health <laughs> question if you don't mind um what do you do when you're just down in the dumps or you're just overly stressed or have tons of anxiety or feel like a, a misfit or like like things aren't working or just, it's not going your way. And it's it's kind of like in the ocean, right? You get in the waves and one knocks you down and you get up and another one knocks you down. But what do you do? Because I think people would want to relate to that, how somebody in your position handles, life doesn't go perfect. You're not sitting out there on a throne and and just eating grapes and strawberries all day. <laughs> like, you have real life. And so how do you handle it when it's not going well?
2: Um, well, to be honest, first, I'll do something that's not the be- best thing to do, like, on social media, literally for, like, I've been, I, you know, for, like, maybe three hours in a row sometimes, like, rare occasion, but I, I have on, like, TikTok, um, <clears throat> and that just kind of makes you feel worse, but, so I don't want to be, like, I'm just, I know exactly what to do, and I would do the perfect Good. Yeah. Bad. like, definitely not, like, I <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> TikTok, i just think it's you no know. anyway so but <laughs> i uh but you know after that like feel much worse but then uh i always uh i know that um moving my body helps doing uh any kind of like i like to like dance like hip-hop dance mm-hmm. um you know working out is, is cool too but you can Just working out sometimes can seem like I don't work out. But uh, I I like to dance and it's just it's just being active is really important. Or maybe just going on a walk, Um, or just like stepping outside. Like literally, if I'm feeling like my head is really cloudy, just thinking about a lot of things, and literally I just like step outside for like one second, and like you feel like so much better because it's just natural. It's unnatural for humans to be inside like all day. Yep. to be outside and um, I think having an outlet like I write songs and outlets is really important uh, to talk about. And I also journal, um, I used to journal a lot more, um, and that's really helpful just to have an outlet and a place where no one can look if you don't want them to. And don't like judge any of your feelings or anything, just write them all down. Don't be like, no, I shouldn't write that. It's like, no, like, write everything, yeah. uh, just acknowledge like how you're feeling, and it's totally okay to like not be okay just be like tomorrow's another day um just you know it's totally okay to cry feels great to cry honestly gets Mm -hmm. everything out it's natural Uh, um so yeah just don't be too hard on yourself and just and do what you can like you're you don't have to be like perfect every day
0: Great mental health pieces. I mean, this was speaking my language, right?
1: I know, I was about to say, did you, like have you listened to every <laughs> video that he ever makes? Because he's <laughs> such mental health, like
0: like nutrition there because, you know, I, and I tell people all the time, I tell my kids when they were growing up that we talk about tutoring in school, right? And a lot of people are like, I don't wanna go to tutoring. I don't the smartest kids go to tutoring. The healthiest kids go to therapy. I'm not kidding you. I've done this 27 years now. And it, sure, there are lots of issues and big things that happen. Sometimes they're just out of the blue situational things that happen in life that require you to go to therapy, whether it's grief or trauma or tragedy. Other times it's just the way you grew up or whatever's happening in life. But I'm telling you, percentage-wise, the highest percentage of people in therapy are the healthiest because they're not waiting until... I. Therapy has to be preventative, not reparative. I say it all the time. Reparative is an ER room. It's like, man, blood's gushing. Please just patch me up, help me to not die here. Preventative treatment is, I'm gonna take something ahead of time. Why do they give you seven days worth of an antibiotic when you're really sick and you only take it for two or three? Because you feel better and then you stop. They give it to you to take the full course of treatment. And so all the stuff you said, Sophie, With movement, you know, I'm talking a lot about EMDR and, you know, treatment in terms of like trauma and stress and anxiety. And it's paired with bilateral stimulation of the brain. So when you're talking about dancing around, when you're talking about drumming, when you're talking about walking, because I don't think exercise has to be a workout either just movement when you do that and you pair that with the stress or anxiety you have and your brain's breathing oxygen flowing your brain will actually desensitize to the stress and anxiety you have Mm -hmm. and you hit the nail on the head when you said curl up and i always tell people right don't curl up in a bed in a dark room with social media right in front of you because you will come out more depressed so you need to get out and move put the phone down and just go move and look at the trees and look at the birds and, and literally think about what is so troublesome, bothersome, stressful, depressing, and do that for 30, 45 minutes. You'd be amazed. So all this stuff, journaling, like she was hitting all those different things of key components of what you can do that are actually healthy. And it's almost like when somebody goes camping, right? And you go in the woods and you don't have a Wi Fi signal and you're pretty much in a tent and y'all are just kind of hanging out. Everybody's healthier there. You know, because it's like, that's all we have. Sophie, man, you hit the nail on the head. We could sit here and talk all day, couldn't yeah, we? I could. Man, you I are so kind of, what else do you have? Do you have anything else?
1: I think that's it.
0: Nothing else to say? Okay. So hopefully one day we can see you in Texas. If yes. not, we're gonna fly somewhere you are so that we can number one, meet you in person. Number two, hear your voice in person. And number three, listen to some great music. In the meantime though, we are sending your way. Uh, it's gonna be cool. Uh, a special little gift from Reaction Therapy, a, a nice cool hoodie, and and probably a, a nice mug like this with this on it, and some other stuff from us too, because you've been so kind to take time to be with us today.
2: Awesome. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Hopefully... Awesome. Hopefully we'll stay in touch yeah. and we'll stay in contact because when this releases, I'm gonna be right on top of it that day <laughs> watching this and maybe we can do something live. You've been so kind to show up live when we do premieres and stuff like yeah. that. It's been so much fun. So thank you very much for taking the time here.
2: Yeah,
0: thank you for having me. I love, I love your channel,
2: seriously.
0: I love thank you so thank much. you. Before I reached out, so. <laughs> You're so kind. Go follow, get her music, download her music, yeah. Sophie Bakkora, right? Isn't that the best? Uh, I've heard artists say, you know, listening to it's one thing, but I think is it downloading it's like the Nine. best, or getting it from yeah. Apple, buying it from a, a play. I don't know. What's the best it's way? Like, what should people do? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, you can go uh, to like Spotify or any any music platform you have, um, and yeah, I think you mean. Uh, like saving is really important. Pre-save, yeah. Like, algorithm, okay. You save it. Like once you you listen to it. I mean, listening is important. And then you listen, <laughs> and then um, once they see people saving it to playlists or okay. like, sharing it, um, that all really helps a lot.
0: So yeah. It is so weird in today's world, right? I grew up in the world where you go to the record store and you buy an actual album, <laughs> and now I don't even know. Do they do that anymore?
2: <laughs> I mean, I think they. I think they do. It's kind of. It's kind of like a trend. It's like coming back. Okay. (laughs) All
0: all my old vinyls are still still in the closet. We still got them. Sophie, thank you so much for being here. It was a blast talking to you. I cannot wait. You're going to be amazing. You're going to be one of the biggest stars ever. And I'm just so proud of you and so thankful for the music that you create. Thanks for taking the time.
2: Thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: What a great time, Nick. I had a blast hearing from someone that we only see out there in the entertainment industry yeah, i know
1: it's pretty crazy like just to have like have an artist on the podcast it seemed like, like i was nervous going in i'm like dude, <laughs> this is like somebody but to be honest like they're just normal people too yeah. but they're just have a lot they're a lot more talented than we are <laughs> yeah.
0: they have a lot so, more going on than we do every day yeah, but boy sure. what a kind sweet caring person very honest and you know t- gracious to be able to take the time to sit with us and be a part of our podcast. And she's got a lot going on with music coming out, getting released, excited to hear all that. And what a great set of songs on this EP to save the world for her. Anything surprise you in any of the questions that we asked? Because we threw a lot at her, but did any thing like shock you or surprise you nothing
1: surprised me but i think just she's very wise she's a lot of wisdom for an 18 year old like more wisdom than most people i think would have i think she's just she has such a positive attitude on just life in general like a lot of people you know she mentioned that just curling up in a ball and just being on tiktok like to when she feels down in the dumps like i feel like that's normal for uh for any like young child or even all the way up until 18, 19, even I like at 21 now, like there's times where I just want to curl up in a ball and look at TikTok too. But just to have that awareness and to also like know like what to do when she is down Mm -hmm. in the dumps to go outside to, you know, she, she liked working out and doing all kinds of dancing and stuff like that. So I I just thought that was Mm -hmm. cool. I,
0: I love the way she was honest at saying, you know, we were talking about, you know, mental health and like, what do you do when you're down? Like, what do you do? And I was expecting to hear this, all these wonderful things, which we did. We heard lots of great things yeah. she does. But the first thing she said was, sometimes I just do what I'm not supposed to do. <laughs> and that was really like being a teenager and being yeah. somebody who is susceptible to things just like we are. And and all the stuff, I was really fascinated that all the stuff she listed in terms of coping skills and mm-hmm. and trying to relieve the stress or anxiety or depression were things we've talked about. Yeah, like she exactly. has tons of great, you know, movement, journaling, yeah. music, dancing.
1: Yeah. Like, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I mean, I made a joke about like, do you listen to Tommy every day? Because like you mentioned that all the time. And mm-hmm. for her, um, she's definitely sounds like she's had, you know, help in that area, yeah. just like to, f- to find ways to cope in better, better ways than just curling up in a ball. So. And
0: that's kind of one of our things with the podcast and interviewing yeah. different artists is to see and hear about where they've come from and what they do and how they live behind the scenes. Like, to let us see that they're real people, that they, not just to talk about all of their music all the time, we did that, but to be able to talk about life and mental health and how she takes care of herself, what she wants people to do, what message to take care of themselves, what message she wants people to get out of their music. So the mental health piece and learning from different artists, that's why I hope we just keep having more and more artists being able to talk about What's the purpose behind your music? What's your life and how is it fed into your music? Like, it's kind of cool to hear her say, like, a lot of my songs are from my life. They're embellished. And so sometimes we take them real literally, like that's exactly what's happened in their life. They embellish them for entertainment and for effect, just like Mm. movies do. If you see a, a movie that's a true story, they embellish that to make it a movie. And so she said the same thing. I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really cool too. Yeah. I mean just, just a great first guest to have on the show. Yeah. Just to she she really likes the to talk about mental health and like just how to live life amidst all the like problems going on yeah. in the world, just being able to still deal with it and cope with all that is I think that's really cool. We could have sat there yeah. for a long for time
0: talking. And it was very kind of her to take all that time. And I can't wait for the next one. And I can't wait to now we've got this, we can just sit and we can listen to it, hear it and Definitely go out and pre-save and order and download and all yeah. that great stuff, all of Sophie Picora's music and follow her on every That's social everywhere. media possible because she is a really good, kind person and she's going somewhere.
1: Yeah. And after all of that, do you have any quote of, we well, have to still do the quote of the podcast. Quote of have, the day. Do you have any quote after hearing what Sophie said? After hearing what she said, you know, honestly. The... First of all, let me do this. I forgot. There you go.
0: Now it is. After hearing what she had to say, because I didn't come in with a quote today, I didn't do my homework with this. <laughs> but after hearing what she said, the first thing that came to my mind was, tomorrow doesn't have to be the same as today. Like, let's say today's bad. That's why I'm taking it. Tomorrow yeah. doesn't have to be the same as today unless you want it to be. Yeah. And I think she said that loud and clear. So remember that. Tomorrow does not have to be the same as today unless you want it to be. And if mm-hmm. it's a good day today, then you want it to be. But if it's a bad day today, you don't want it to be, and so remember, tomorrow doesn't have to be the same as today unless you want it to be.
1: There you go, that's so true, um, and I can definitely uh, use that sometimes because some days we all have bad days, and so to remember that, that tomorrow can be better yep. um, is important. So that's true. Cool. Well, thanks so much, great, great, show, great episode. Nick. I Thanks, Sophie, Loved so much it. for doing that. Go make sure you follow her and download all of her music because it's all really good.
0: Can't wait to see what's coming next
1: for her. Yep. Okay. And we'll see you on the next Next reaction Reaction Therapy therapy podcast.